Hi, listeners. Welcome back to Motivate, the Motivation and Inspiration Podcast. I'm your host, Ahidi, and today's guest is Tom Hiddleston talking about why there's no time for doubt or failure. I chose this episode because it's really important that you accept rejection. And Tom talks about it a couple of times here where he's talking about how many times he's been rejected and all of his failures. And anytime you want to be successful in life, you have to really rack up the amount of failures and rejections you have. I did door-to-door sales, and the biggest thing that we thought is, okay, the next no I get puts me closer to my next yes. So keep that in mind with any aspect of your life that you're trying to improve. The more times you fail, the more times you get better, and the closer you are to achieving your results. That's it for me today. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I don't know that I've ever been able to... um, to do anything, I, I, I say it as, as a sort of, because I'm aware that it can be a strength, but it can also be a weakness because the focus is obsessive. And, and so when I go for something, I go for it at the expense of everything else. And um, I, I love what I do, um, simply. And I, I, I feel so lucky that I'm allowed to do it and that I get to do it for a living. And and cinema and theater have had such a profound effect on me in my life. It's, it, it, you know, it's just a gut feeling. I think I, think, um, I always trust my gut. That's all I have. I, I, even when I'm working and you're thinking about how, the shape of a scene and how it should be played and, and your head can often get in the way and you've got to trust your gut. And um, I, uh, it's just if I'm inspired, if my curiosity is piqued, and I want to chase this possibility down um, that I see in front of me on my desk. You know, it's, um, I, I, some of you may have heard me say this before, but it, and I, I always, I'm embarrassed to, to say, I always speak in metaphors. I don't know how to speak in any other way. And, um, and for me, acting is, is kind of like playing the piano. And, and, um, and if the piano is the human condition, and um, we all have every single note on that 88 key board within us. And for me, every role, I want to be able to play every note. And, some, and sometimes um, if a character or a story seems to, seem to stretch me in some way, seems to, to, to offer up an experience that is new, that is a different chord or a different tune, that, I, that, is, that, is, that is real and true and human, and um, and accessible, and no matter how joyous or, or 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 loving or warm or how dark or painful, if it seems like an interesting shape to inhabit, I'm running. T- I know if I'm running towards it already. Okay, a couple of basic things: be on time, never underestimate the importance of punctuality. Uh, be prepared. You can never be over prepared, and be true to yourself. And if you have something that you want to say, that you've been burning to say, don't ever let anyone tell you that you can't say it. Everything is possible and nothing is guaranteed. And you start auditioning. And if you're lucky enough, you have an agent and you start auditioning and they send you everything from um, period drama to casualty to dairy milk commercials. Um, yep, I went up for a dairy milk commercial when I was 24. Um, and, and you are thrown into the business and thrown into it at the deep end and there's no time for 
uh, doubt or failure, except routinely, that's what happens to all of us. Um, and I was so, I perhaps was too careful in auditioning and I would always get close to, to landing roles and to booking jobs and I would never quite get there. And it's, it's a, I mean, this is a universal experience for all creative people, certainly actors, is that the constant rejection at the beginning. And um, you have to get used to it and you have to get thick skinned about it. And I was, so, I just got so exhausted by, I was, I was trying to sort of, because at first you take it very personally. And um, I thought, well, no one's like no one's gonna no one's gonna help me get there. The only person who can do this is me, and um, I started um, preparing in a different way, and and I sort of stepped up to the plate a little better, I think, um, because I could feel time sliding away, and and I wasn't getting on with life. I just was sort of stuck in this rut of of neither acting nor doing anything else and um, the experience of being in your 20s is so energetic and I felt so stagnant actually so I just kind of um, changed everything up and um, and it worked I think a myth in, 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 the, in the business is that we all have we all have everything to choose from is that we don't you know um, I know I'm not like top of everybody's list it's uh it's um no but that's not it that's not i mean it's just you have to earn that place like matt damon always used to say every script that he got he, he knew it had brad pitt's fingertips all over it um and uh you know mine just happened to be michael fassbender's that's okay <laughs> no listen he's an amazing this he's an amazing actor um really truly gifted um and uh that, that was kind of a joke. It's, 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 uh, every actor is completely different. And, um, um, but, you know, sometimes you might read something and think, I, I have read things and gone, wow, this is amazing. And I've chased it down and knocked on the door and people have said, it's not you, Tom. Are we, we're thinking of someone different. Um, and then my job is to keep knocking on the door and say, well, you've got it, you know, um, let me see if I can change your mind. I think the most enjoyable thing about acting for me is is when I sense that in pushing myself and challenging myself to explore new territory I to, when I make when you make a connection with people when people tell you that they've been moved by something um, or that they related to something it, it's just it is it's, it's about connection um, and uh, I find it really it stems from my own my own passion as an audience member. Is I remember I remember my world being changed the way I saw the world. I remember it being changed by films, by and by theatre. Um, the day that I saw One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, I I, I, I woke up and I couldn't stop thinking about it for weeks. Um, and um, and I think cinema and theatre, and the same is true of, I've, I've told this story before, but I went to see um, a production of John Gabriel Borkman at the National Theatre when I was 14. And it's the last time that Paul Schofield was on stage. And he was with Vanessa Redgrave and Eileen Atkins. And I saw, I was very conscious of an audience of strangers arriving at the National Theatre after a day of doing whatever they were doing, doing their job, um, coming from all quarters of the city to London, um, to, to, to this 
the home of the, of the theatre on the South Bank, having a drink, catching up, rushing in, taking their seats, the lights going down, and three hours later, the entire theatre sobbing, wiping away the same tears in recognition of the same grief, which is universal, and feeling like Paul Schofield particularly had spoken to my experience, and I had never met him, and I will always be grateful to him for that. Uh, and so I, that's what I love about it, really, is that, is that if, as I say, that's, that's um, acting connects people. Um, that's what I enjoy. And so I always, every time a new script or a new role comes along, I, I'm motivated by the thought that I, will, I won't forgive myself if I don't give it everything. Um, and, but I do try to choose different kinds of things because I'm interested in, in the diversity of people and the, and the complexity of people and the multiplicity we contain within us. I, I really think... The thing that unites us all in the world is that we are constantly inconstant. And that inconstancy and that contradiction is something that I've always tried to explore with my characters because I think we do, we do things that, um, that contradict, we contradict ourselves all the time. There's a, the Walt Whitman um, poem, The Song of Myself, I am large, I contain multitudes, I contradict myself. Learning, Le learning is the legwork. Anyone who anyone would anyone who's who's been in anything, a, a play or, or or a film, like that's that's what, that's our job. We have to get these words into our head, and um, it's uh, I can't sit down. I can't literally. I can't sit down and 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 read something and and just learn it by rote. I have to be on the move. So I tend to just like I'm the deranged guy in London, who's like walking around pretending he's on the phone, um, but actually like. I'm speaking in ambic pentameter because I'm learning Shakespeare. Um, and it's just, it's literally just repetition, repetition, repetition. You kind of drill it into yourself. It's like learning. I always say that you have to know the thing that you're, the, the, the text as well as you know happy birthday. Um, like if, if someone asks you to sing, a, you know, a, a jazzy version of happy birthday, you'd know because you know that you know how happy birthday goes. Uh, or if they ask you to do it like Beethoven, you'd be able to do that. Um, and it has to be in your body uh, with as much kind of confidence and, as that. So it's just repetition, really. Compassion is uh, about understanding. Um, compassion is without ego, um, if that's possible for actors. <laughs> uh, I don't know. As an actor, uh, to have compassion as an actor is to have compassion for the characters that I play. Uh, that's what it means to me. Um, and that whatever they're going through, whatever their predicaments, um, I have to suffer with them. Um, I have to understand and I have to not judge it. Uh, I have to be forgiving of it. Uh, whether it's a, a circumstance or, or their true nature, um, to have compassion for another human being is, or to have compassion for a character is no different from having compassion for another human being. The 
it was an event in Seoul in South Korea, and and I was I was there with the film, and and um, we were there was a big event, and there were seven thousand people there in, in a a big shopping center called Times Square, and um, I was taking some questions on stage, and somebody asked, uh, "In what body part are you most confident in?" Which I thought was a a new question, one that I hadn't been asked before, and so I thought the most innocuous answer was to say my feet because without my feet I couldn't run and I love running and uh, was, and also I couldn't dance and I love dancing so then they said well now we have to see you dance so I thought oh my god I've walked right into this but it was fun you know Hit the- As someone told me about it I was like oh no what's he done he's a really good dancer it's incredible I, was that rehearsed that was not an improvised dance that one yeah check it out I'd like to see that. He's amazing. He he's really got it. He's really got it. He's adorable. Thank you guys so much for watching. I made this video because Telling It Like It Is 2000 asked me to. If there's someone you'd like me to profile in their future top 10, please check out the link down in the description below and you can cast your vote on who we should do next. I also want to give a quick shout out to Tori. Tori, thank you so much for picking up one of my t-shirts, the Rebel t-shirt. It looks great on you and I hope you're enjoying wearing it out. Thank you for sharing the picture on Instagram for me and to your audience as well. I really appreciate the support. Thank you guys again for watching. I believe in you. I hope you continue to believe in yourself and whatever your one word is. Much love. I'll see you soon. Don't miss this. Does this work out here? It's okay.